Hello friends, you are in for a treat today. Shireen Campbell, founder and CEO of My Little Magic Shop, stops by to share a bit about what led her to create My Little Magic Shop and the importance of vision. Hello, you're listening to the Women of All Action, Wisdom and Excellence podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne Dillard. The Women of All podcast is a podcast that celebrates the everyday woman who in her everyday activities has exhibited action when needed, wisdom as required, and excellence as a routine to make life better for herself, her family, and or her community. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Friends, I have wanted to interview today's guest for quite some time, and I'm very happy to have this opportunity. Welcome, Shireen Campbell, to the Women of All podcast. Shireen, can you take a moment to share with my guests who you are and what you do? Oh, I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, so my name, like you said, was Shereen Campbell, and I'm the founder um, and CEO of My Little Magic Shop, which is an online store dedicated to helping people get in alignment with that inner voice. So we really are a self-care platform that really focuses in on educating you about all the different tools and practices that are out there, sharing those tools with you so that you know you know that you've gotten them from a responsible, sustainable source conscious place and then also providing a community for you to get together and learn so we are just all about helping you make your own magic oh I love it I absolutely love it and you said sustainably sourced I didn't know that about your business how how does that happen yeah so we're like very adamant about where we get our products from. So we try to buy mostly from smaller businesses. We try to focus in on, especially for our monthly subscription box, women-owned businesses, minority-owned businesses, and then just companies that have some some consciousness about them. So we don't want like Palo Santo that's like been cut down from trees in South America because A, you're not supposed to be using Palo Santo from a tree that was cut. Like you're supposed to get it from a tree that's been on the ground by itself for some time, which is interesting. You know, it's like making sure that we only get our products from vendors that are very conscious and aware. Because I think that in the future, that's going to, you know, as the entire wellness and metaphysical and mystical services and tools um, industry grows, that's going to be incredibly important that we're really conscious and like open to what type of footprint we're leaving. Yes, absolutely. That's becoming more and more important because quite frankly, my generation and those before us have kind of ruined a lot of the earth for you all. I'm really happy that the people your age and younger are cognizant of that and are trying their best to be as diligent as they can with the way they use the resources. And I I really am thankful that you all have come along. You mentioned something about your little monthly subscription boxes. Can you tell us a little bit more about those? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I created a little Zen box because, you know, I'm the type of person that although I have all these wonderful like practices and modalities and 
you know, like I'm trained in astrology and crystal healing, Reiki, like a bunch of the things. There is a part of me that sometimes like wants things to be simple and easy and throw it at me, you know, or I want to focus on a particular theme or a particular activity. So my thought was that for others that are like me that need number one, that reminder that you need to sit your butt down and really think about, you know, like where you are right now and where you're headed. Because I mean, that's more or less what a lot of spirituality revolves around taking that pause in life and being reflective. And I think that especially when you live in a society like today's where there's so many things coming at you, being able to stop. So like this box arrives every month, which, you know, you don't have to think about it. You set it and you leave it. And then you know that each month you're going to be not only introduced to new tools, you'll also be introduced to new practices, new modalities, new rituals. And we're very, very adamant about our instructions. So we have eight to 12 page booklets, you know, and we tell you about every single item in there, how to use it, um, and a ritual for you to use it with. And so we're really adamant about, you know, trying to answer as many questions as possible. We try to share a little bit of history about each of the items. Um, We try to share multiple ways that you can use them. So they're not just like, you know, use this thing one time, but we want you to discover new tools that you can incorporate in any ritual or routine like that you're doing in the future. Um, so that's really important for us. But like I, I created the box basically for, for people like me that needed a reminder and wanted to learn about, you know, new things every month. The box is perfect because people are busy. <laughs> they don't have time to do all the research themselves as to what they need to fit this time in their life but you do, and you've done that for them and they can get this box every month. I love that each month is something new we're learning about the metaphysical or ourselves and ourselves, I guess I should say. I don't know, it just makes it such a neat little package. Yeah, absolutely. And like, so we, and we try to do all sorts of themes. Like last month was all about friendship. So, you know, like if you think about like what's happened over the last, you know, roughly 18 months or so with COVID, like the world has changed, you know, like, and people are honestly having a tough time out there. And you know what, that's okay, because it's hard. You know, like managing through so much coming at you, you know, like there's so much information, there's news, there's a lot of fear, you know, and so um, I think that friendships with also there's the distance, right? So like, if you're like hunkering down, you might not be seeing as many people as you used to, you're not spending as much time with those that you really care for. So we thought it was important to do a box just all about strengthening your relationships with others and like being like reminding you to, you know, like these are your lifelines, like treat them well, you know, like look out for them, check on them. Like how do you improve and deepen those friendships? Because those connections are incredible incredibly important to like your spiritual well-being, your emotional well-being, you know, and and sometimes we do need a reminder because we can easily take our friends for granted. Yeah, so that was actually uh, this past month's box. And then next month, we're focused on cleansing. So like, because we're getting ready to go into Scorpio season at the uh, towards the end of next month, we really want to talk about, you know, 
the energy of Scorpio is about digging deep and then being able to clear away anything that no longer belongs to you. So we give you a ton of different ways that you can cleanse your space, cleanse your spirit using these tools, which I think is important because sometimes we just like, we take on all this stuff, you know, like imagine this, right? You walk into a room and I know pretty much everyone's experiences. You walk into a room right after someone's had an argument, right? And it feel you feel it like you feel like little prickly, your hairs are standing up and you're just like, uh oh, something's kind of weird. So what happens is because we're so sensitive to that type of energy, like sometimes we can absorb it into ourselves. It's just like, if you know, something like you go to like, I don't know, like a store or something and like someone yells at you or says something not nice. And like, if you're not conscious of it, you just absorb that person's energy and you might accidentally go be mean to someone else just because it's like kind of passing. So this idea of like, how do I keep myself, you know, free of other people's stuff and how do I let go of my own stuff is really, really important because that allows you to kind of approach life from a different mindset. So that's what we're really focused on for next month. Oh, that sounds really exciting. I think I could probably use that box. (laughs) jumped right into the, your little magic shop, but I really wanted to start with, I wanted to at least touch on how I even came to know about you. There was an article in Entrepreneur Magazine, and I read this article. All I could think is I have to talk to her. I love it when people do things outside of the box. You don't just follow the norm. I also, I, I think, it, I think I remember the title it said something about you used your refund money to start your business. Can you tell us a bit about how that came about? What, what even made you think to do this? Yeah, you know, so I um, had worked in corporate retail for for quite some time. So like throughout my 20s and um, into my 30s and about roughly 10 years into my career, I like got to this this moment where I was just like, do you want to do this for the whole rest of your life? You know, and so um. I was kind of like at this place where I was like, I think I'm supposed to do something else because concurrently, while I was kind of going through my traditional, like professional, you know, like career trajectory, I was also going through like almost a spiritual transformation. So I had, um, you know, like, this is going to sound so cliche, but you know, I got a broken heart. Some of her my feelings. And and I was like, why do we have to suffer? Why is is anybody ever gonna love me? You know, like all the things that happens when you're, you know, 21 and, and you feel you feel that hole in your chest for the first time. <laughs> and so I um so I started uh I was like, I need to figure out life. So I actually started um studying Kabbalah for a little bit, and Kabbalah actually reintroduced me to astrology. Like I had dabbled with it for a little bit, but I decided that I was obsessed with astrology and it explained exactly what was happening in my life at that moment. So I dedicated myself to studying it. So, you know, during this time, I'm like, working for these really cool retailers. I think I was like at Saks for a little bit at Macy's. I'm like having this like cool job, but then like quietly, you know, in the corner, I'm over here studying astrology and studying all these mystical practices. So for roughly the next 10 years or so, I had like these two separate 
paths, like completely different. Like one did not talk to the other at all. So I got to this place where I was like, I really love all this passionate spirit. Like I was so passionate about my spiritual work, but I couldn't figure out like how to make money. And I was like, I do not want to be a broke astrologer. Like that is not my like <laughs> dream in life. Because at the time when I looked around me, number one, I didn't see any astrologers that look like me, you know, so like that. And then the few that I didn't see that I did see that even though they didn't look like me, I wasn't sure financially, like how mm -hmm. successful they were. So like, I, you know, like I didn't, I didn't want to be broke. Like I'll be real. So, um, so I couldn't envision myself like making an entire career off of that. So this deeply frustrated me because I'm like, but I feel like I should be doing something more. But then I'm like, did I just waste a ton of a ton of years of experience in retail? Like, I don't I was like, why would the universe do that to me? Like, you've been directing me. I don't get it. So I had like this whole entire uh, pseudo meltdown. And then I had to come back to myself and my practices to get it together. And I did like this whole candle ritual. And so I took a candle and I was like, universe, you need to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing down here. Like, I need some clear answers. Like you just, please just, I need to know. And so, um, so I lit the candle. I did like a whole entire ceremony around it. And then the candle went out about seven, because it was a seven day candle uh, around seven days later. And I was like, okay, so what's going to happen? And then one morning I just woke up and I was like, dude, you're supposed to combine the two. And <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> so like, it seems so obvious now, like, obvious like it just it seems so obvious now but I could not see it like I just couldn't couldn't envision it and it was like you are to take your retail experience and merge it with your love for all of these tools and practices and then you're supposed to help people navigate exactly the stuff that you're going through right now but make it easier for them like do they really need to spend a bazillion years and get a ton of certifications just to work on themselves no like they just need like the simple stuff because at the end of the day it's just about connecting with your own inner voice you know and everyone has that ability and sometimes you just need a few tools or practices or the knowledge to be able to do that you know so anyway so I get to this point and I'm like oh this is wonderful yay this is my life's purpose I get it I didn't waste the last 10 years of my life this is wonderful then I was like okay so I'm going to start a company but then I'm like wait a second like how do you start a company <laughs> I was like, so I had to do, you know, a little bit of research and I was like, okay, you know, I read some books and I realized it was probably one of the easiest times ever in the history of life to be able to start a company because, you know, there's so many barriers that don't exist anymore that say I wanted to do this, you know, 50 years ago, like I would need a ton of funding. Like I would have to have somebody build a custom web, what websites probably didn't exist then, but like, you know, like I would have to like have a physical store. Like there were all these things that I would have to do. And so based off of like looking at where I was and I knew I had a tax refund coming up soon. So I just started to plot like, okay, like what's the bare minimum? 
minimum that you need to do. So if you need to build a website, you need to get your first round of product, you probably should buy like a camera or something so you can take pictures. And so I waited and I plotted on my tax refund and I took the money and I just used it. Cause I mean, normally I would just go on vacation. <laughs> That would be my summer trip, you know, but, um, but this time I was like, okay, no, I'm going to use it for this. And then after that, um, I just started to budget a portion of my paycheck. I would use that for whatever expenses came up as needed throughout the year. And then that kind of went on for some time, you know, because I still maintained a full-time, a regular job. And this became my passion project, you know, come home at the end of the day and I would work on it, work on it on weekends. And, you know, not to the point where it was overtaking my life because you're still testing and you're exploring. And it also, when you have a full-time job, it takes a bit of the pressure off of the business being immediately successful, which allows you more creative freedom. So you're not like panicked that like, oh my God, we didn't make any money yet, you know? So it allows you to try and to experiment and, um, and what have you. So basically that's what I did for the next few years. And then, um, finally the business just started really popping. So, and that's around the time that, you know, the article came out. So, um, it was fun to, you know, really get to that place where, I'm like, wow, like I took something that was just in my head and turned it into something that feels really physical. And like people send, you know, notes about how much they love stuff. And like, that's really freaking cool. And I feel like I just talked a lot. So I'm going to stop now. (laughs) It's okay. And it is cool when people appreciate that work that you put into something. I love the stories that you receive when you do something that you love. And you give it to someone else and they're so impacted by it. These are just great feelings that you can benefit from because they're getting good feelings from whatever you're providing. What's one thing you wish you had known on this journey to creating your business? People say, oh, being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. is really hard, but I feel like they don't stress that point enough. It's like, you don't, you don't fully understand it until, until you get there. I think that, I mean, not, I don't know how much it would have made a difference for me, but one thing I always tell to aspiring entrepreneurs or people that want to start, you know, their own companies is make sure it's something that really excites you, whatever it is, because it's, that's going to be what keeps you going. Like when you had those moments where you're like, oh my God, no one's bought anything in two days. And like you start, you know, like doubting yourself or like second guessing yourself or second guessing your vision or what have you. I think that it's, and you, you know, you have bad days, you have really amazing days. And sometimes those days come concurrent, like right next to each other, (laughs) you know? So I think that making sure that you choose something that really sets your spirit and heart on fire is incredibly important because that's the thing that's going to get you through. And I think that I would have loved if someone would have sat me down and like really reiterated to me how important your sticking to your vision is and honing that vision and allowing that vision to grow and to evolve and how important it is for, you know, some days you might be like, I don't want to get out of bed. It's too hard. But on that day, like 
you can just sit and daydream about better days and how that actually puts energy out into the universe for you to be able to create that or to be able to draw that to you. So I kind of wish that there was a little bit more clarity. So I try to be like, look, listen, it's going to be hard. (laughs) It's going to be really hard. (laughs) It's just you. It's just, even if you have employees, it's just you trying to make sure all the business comes in and trying to keep the day to day going. And like you said, there are days when everything is awesome, but then there are days when, oh, I haven't made one sale today. Who gets you through that? You have to be able to get you through that. And that's probably the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur. You have to be your own encourager. Yeah, so true. And like, I feel like people don't tell you that too much. They tell you about like all of the like cool stuff, you know, like you get to be your own boss and make your own hours and like all of that stuff, but they don't tell you like, Hey, you're going to have some bad days. That's exactly right. You're going to have some bad days. They don't tell you about the days when you get so many emails and you don't have time to answer them. And once again, it's just you at the beginning. There's no one else. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to handle all of that. Yeah, yeah, no one tells you that. But thankfully, you're here sharing that with us. So <laughs> now more people will know about it. Yeah, Can it's worth it, though. Worth it. Definitely yeah, worth it. Just want to say that. It is definitely worth it. I don't ever look back on leaving my job. Yeah. I never do that because I get so much more flexibility now, even though, yes, everything depends on me it's okay because it's for me, (laughs) you know, it is, it is definitely worth it. I wish more people would step out and do it. Can you identify one to two people who might've been influential in your life and even getting you to this point where you were able to step out on your own? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, my mom, I know that sounds like the cliche answer, but my mom is so freaking cool. She came here from Jamaica with I think max seventh grade education and came here and then ended up putting herself through college and then buying multiple homes, like getting a good career growing up. um, She was young when she had me only 21. So it's like, we kind of grew up together, but I mean, watching her turn nothing into something over and over and over again her words of excuses are for losers like (laughs) you better figure it out you can do it you can do anything you put your mind to and then actually not just her saying it but watching her do it over and over and over again I think instilled a sense of resourcefulness and a work ethic in me that I feel like is is not particularly common I think that it's one thing if like, you know, people tell you to do something, but then seeing them and having that in your head and you're like, if my mom can like have two jobs and go to college, I don't have no excuses in life. (laughs) There is no excuse. (laughs) If she can literally put herself through college after, but so much education and no support from anyone else, if she can do that and raise a child and have her two jobs and still graduate like there is no reason for you to be mediocre like you (laughs) yeah yes good yes 
say that I mean so she's definitely um a person who like you know just just inspired me so much growing up and so much of my ambition my work ethic my resourcefulness comes directly from her so she's definitely you know like number one person and then I wanted the second person I want to make it people because I want to lump them into a group and and those are my friends I have some of the most brilliant, amazing, supportive, deeply spiritual friends. And like, we didn't pick each other because we knew this all, you know, about each other that especially some of my friendships are like 20 years. So, but I think that they're the ones that anytime, well, one, they inspire me because they're just off doing amazingly wonderful things all the time. So watching your friends like rise and like climb up the ranks is inspirational and on its own, but also they take the time out to have brainstorming sessions to kind of like sit with me and like allow me to talk through thoughts of my vision and like I I just I don't know where I would be without having such a loving and supportive circle you know like I remember when I first started the company I was like hey guys I sent out like a mass email I was like do you guys want to help me put together some boxes I'll, I'll feed you you know and a bunch of people came over and we all sat in my living room and they were messing with candles packing boxes working together as a team laughing and joking and like it made me feel so good to be surrounded by people who like believe in me believe in my vision and are just like amazing people. Oh, that's fantastic. What a great story. And the mom, yes, I know about the mom because my mom is, I feel the same way about my mom. Yes, absolutely. No excuses for me. Yes. <laughs> if she can do all that she did. Yes. Yeah. You can do it's like, you don't even bother trying with the excuses past a certain point. You're just like, nope, I'm just going to, nope. you know, <laughs> figure it out. I'm just going to figure it out. I'll get it done. I'll figure it out. Yeah. What do you think or is there a myth about the type of work you do? Yeah, people think it's weird. I mean, <laughs> you know, in all honesty, actually, it's odd to me now how accepting and open people are about it. Because when I first started this, I was like the weird friend, you know, like I was the friend that people had to like preface with the, you know, she's into that hippie stuff, like, you know, and, um, but all my friends, they still loved me and supported me for it. They just, you know, acknowledged that I was the hippie friend and I was fine with it. Cause I'm the, even in my astrology chart, I marched to the beat of my own drum, yeah. which is, right. is fine. But like now, you know, as, um, just especially over the last like three to five years and then especially during uh during covid um last the last 18 months it's like now it's like normal people are talking about intentions and affirmations and visualizing and you know working with crystals and card readings and energy healing and like astrology like it is the most normal like regular thing to discuss and I'm for it I'm here for it I love it I think it's amazing um but at some point there was you know like a bit of a a stigma to it and I think that in some communities you know it um it definitely existed like I I remember growing up like I was so I always loved astrology but was a little hesitant because I grew up in a Baptist church you know like and you know, people would say that's the devil's work or something, you know, and then it was studying Kabbalah that made me realize that actually, it, you know, there's more mystical stuff 
in uh, religion than you think. Yeah. Um, which I think is, um, which I think learning that I think has been really beautiful. But there are definitely some people that are just like, you know, as the devil's work, like, don't be messing with that stuff, you know, or don't ask too many questions. Um, and I was an inquisitive person, so that was never going to work for me. But there's still a bit of stigma, but I think the world is so much, much more open than, you know, previously. I totally agree with that. I mean, and it's everywhere. I mean, I've got my vision board on my wall right here. Yeah. Yes, it is. Def- it's everywhere now. I think we realize that we just need help. Also, I think when you talk about the crystals, to me, it's the earth. Yeah. It's all the earth and the earth. If we were able to silence all the noises, we would be better connected to the earth than we are. But I think this is just a way of helping us connect more with our roots, our, our beginnings. Yep. That's how I look at it. I know. I love that so much, especially the last part of what you said, connecting with our beginnings, because one of the most, the, one of the oldest spiritual practices is animism. And that's what the majority of the shamans practice. That's what a lot of the indigenous people practice. These are the people that are untouched by like, you know, the rest of our stuff, you know, with untouched by technology that are still living in the ways that original humans live. And they are in touch with, with the earth. They're in touch with the cycles of the earth. They're in touch with, you know, like just anything energy to do with the earth. And I mean, that's pretty much what animism is. And so they have so much wisdom and I love that it's kind of like we're come full circle, right? Which I think is so beautiful. Like we we've done a lot of destruction, but I think that we will as we continue to evolve as a human race will be because of all of these things that when originally created might've been a little bit destructive. Now with new consciousness, we'll be able to utilize them to fix a lot of the problems that, you know, we, we have created, but I think that, you know, coming back around to this beginning, like going within, like that's pretty much what it's connecting with the earth and going within. Um, and the, and that's, that's what, the indigenous people did, you know, so we're kind of just like making this big circle back to the beginning, but with a lot more wisdom, yeah. you know, like with added, you know, like a, a little bit of the material stuff added, which I think is beautiful. I love that full circle. And that's the way it should be. It yeah. should be full circle completion. Yeah. Yeah. Life cyclical. That's how it works. It's like you it, think you got, you think you deal you dealt with something. You'll get it's okay. You'll get another iteration <laughs> of it later. That's right. <laughs> and that, and that's okay. <laughs> right? It's like peeling yeah. an onion that never ends. But like you know that that's what know. life is. No, that I like that, Shereen. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, but it's beautiful though because it's like it's you know I actually was talking to a friend last night about that this whole idea of being like a work in progress. And so my friend took a little bit of issue with it because they're like, well, I just like, like, I don't want to be a work in progress for forever. And I'm like, well, what do you think being a human is? Like, you're like, why would you live? Like, what would be the point if you were just perfect to walk around being perfect without learning it? Like, what would be like, why? There'd be no purpose. That's right. right? That's the point. It's constant yeah. growth, constant learning, constant. Yeah. yeah, like, and that's the one sure thing about, the, our universe has changed. Like nothing's ever going to stay the same. So like, why wouldn't you be constantly changing and evolving and 
because like that's that's our purpose so like yeah it might be annoying at times because you're like dang I thought I learned that lesson already you know (laughs) but you know like you learn a deeper part you learn more about yourself you become more accepting like we're evolving I think I think it's beautiful I want to do a couple of final questions with you one if you could share anything you wanted in about one or two minutes what would you share with my listeners the importance of vision Mm. that I think that um, very quickly, I will say that how you envision your life is probably how exactly you'll end up because I think that our thoughts are way more powerful than we realize that they are. So if you are spending most of your thinking time on worries and the past and could have been and should have been that you'll continue getting that. But if you start to focus on what the future could be like and how you would like for it to be and, you know, the most positive and happy feeling way that you can, like you will pull yourself closer and closer to that. So no matter what it is that you're working on, this could be with relationships, family, friends, like career, whatever it is, I would say, you know, really push yourself to spend more time on daydreaming, visioning for yourself. And I think that you'll see that your life will really change. I am a firm believer in that. I do believe that our lives go in the direction of our thoughts. Therefore, if we're thinking all those positive things that we want to achieve and positive places we want to be, yes, I totally agree with you. That's great. Thank you for saying that. I believe that is so true. I've seen it happen so many times that I can't argue with it. Yeah. And you see it the other way too. Cause like you have one of those days where you like, you know, say you get out of bed and you trip or something and you're like, Oh, this is going to be a bad day. Well, yeah, it's going to be a bad day. You thought it. And then one thing happens after the next, that's because you're thinking about all the bad things that could happen. And like, you're, you're doing it. Like you were, you are a co-creator. You are an active participant in this thing we call life. We are all active participants. It's like, you find yourself like, oh, this is going to be a bad day. Be like, cancel, cancel. No more. It's going to be a great day. And how can you get better? (laughs) Exactly. And but you have to train yourself to think that way because instinctively we say, oh, it's going to be the worst day, but no, think opposite, think opposite. (laughs) Where can my listeners connect with you online? Yeah, absolutely. So you can definitely visit us over at our website at www.mylittlemagicshop.com. We have a chat box on there and you can also email us. That's one of the easiest ways to connect with us. Also, you can find us over on Facebook at My Little Magic Shop, on Instagram at My Little Magic Shop. Pinterest is... um, uh, Oh no, I forgot what the Pinterest is. I'm sorry about that. But on Twitter, we're at Just a Little Seed. (laughs) Probably very similar. If you <laughs> yeah. type in my little magic shop, I'm sure, sure we'll find it. Yes, in Google, and you will find us. My yeah, little magic absolutely. shop in Google, you will find us. You'll find it. Make sure it's my little magic, not just little magic shop. My yeah. little magic shop. If you have time, can you please share with me a story that captures what being a woman of awe is to you? A woman of action, wisdom, and excellence means to you. Mm. I love that story. I think that just, can it be like a more general story? Because I can tell you when I think of that type of woman, like what I feel, what 
yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's just like someone who confidently and boldly marches to the beat of her own drum, you know, dancing to music nobody else can hear but her and allowing like, you know, that her joy to basically direct her you know, the, like, just finding joy and happiness and smiling and kind of marching through life, like, that way, that's what I, and I feel like that, that's, like, that makes me, like, think of a woman in awe, like, that is the woman that I strive to be, you know, and, and that's, those are the women that I, like, get the most excited to see, ones that are, like, you know, just boldly following whatever vision or mission they have in their mind, and they're not worried about what else is going, it's just that they're they're just following their joy and following their bliss. Shireen, I think you are there. You are that woman of awe. And because that's one of the things that drew me to you is what you just described. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time. I know you're super busy, but thank you for taking the time to do this interview and share with my listeners. Hopefully we'll get some of them involved in what you're doing and purchasing your subscriptions because I think they're awesome. And I think everyone can benefit from what you offer. Thank you so much. It was wonderful talking to you. So happy to connect with you. You were, you were a light. And you know, thank you so much for um, inviting me and sharing me with your listeners. Well, thank you for making the time. It has been a pleasure. And good luck in everything that you're doing. I'm sure you'll continue to be a fantastic success. Uh, thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining me on the Women of All Action, Wisdom, and Excellence podcast. If you are a woman of all or know someone who you think would be a good fit for the podcast, please contact me via email, womenofall at adriandillard.com, or you can post to our Facebook page. Always remember to be the best you that you can be. That is the best path to excellence. I hope you can join us next week. Please don't forget to support us by subscribing and leaving a review.